Train all day, prospect MMA podcast all night, all day. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Twisted Fish. Check them out on Instagram tw- at twisted underscore fish underscore limited or their website www.twisted-fish.co.uk. Whatever you need, if you're training like me, you need a gi, go get it there. You need sparring gloves, get it there. Shorts, gum shield, whatever you need, go check them out. They are your one-stop shop for all your MMA gear or combat sports gear. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Prospect MMA podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to have with me Lee, the butcher, Shadwick. Um, He's a professional fighter. He's been around forever. Um, Huge, huge professional record, 27, 15, and 1. Um, He's been everywhere, like Cage Warriors, Bellator, Bama. Um, Yeah, he's in the chat, so just going to invite him. Hello. Hello, brother. How are you? How are you, bro? You good? I am very good. Very good. Thank you so much for coming on the Prospect MMA podcast. Really appreciate that. No problem at all, uh, mate. Yeah. Uh, you're an absolute legend. Let me just uh, start by saying that. <laughs> Thanks, you. Doing the, doing the homework on you, it's like, it's so big because you have such a huge record, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing it a while. It's <laughs> just a while, right? <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna say I haven't watched all of your fights, but I've watched the most important ones. Um, and yeah, it's always it's always fun for me when I have a guest like yourself coming on the podcast. It gives me like hours and hours of footage for yeah. me to look through, which is like awesome. As an MMA fan, you can't really get bored ever of watching fights. So Fight, yeah, fighting perfect to watch, isn't it? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, can I can I start by 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 asking you um, how you got involved into martial arts, and then we'll talk about your upcoming fight and all that stuff. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah, um, the first martial arts I done was Greco wrestling when I was eleven. So, okay, so you started young. Yeah, I did. I started young. Um, I, I used it more as a form of self-defense. Um, I just wanted to learn to defend myself and stuff like that. So wrestling, because of me building stuff, suited me to to begin with. Um, after that, were I you a big to, guy at that age? Yeah, already. I, I, short and stocky. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. So and 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 who got you into wrestling? Was this like your your parents' ideas, or or did you have? Like a teammate or anything that no, it's my idea. I just wanted to do it. I always liked the idea of um, being strong when I was a kid. Okay, so yes. like I lo- used to love like the like Superman and the Hulk and stuff like that. So I, as a as a kid, I used to fantasize over being strong and being able to pick people up and stuff like that. So I think wrestling was awesome. natural for me. Do you know what I mean? To jump into hundred percent. Did you ever uh, watch, like, WWE and all those things? Yeah, they used to have all the figures and everything. They used to have okay. all the figures. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, um, Ultimate yeah. Warrior, you know, the okay. Legion yeah. of Doom, all of those. <laughs> when you said wrestling, I was like, 
the first thing that came to my mind, oh, he must have been a WWE fan or something growing up. It was just the first thing. For sure. Um, so you, you, you start that off. Um, how long does it take you until you decide you want to progress into another martial art? Or, or how did that come about? Well, for years, from when I was 11 till I was about 17, 18, I was just having little goals at different things. So it was wrestling, then it was karate, um, and then it was kickboxing. Oh. Um, and then I really found um, MMA when I watched the first MMA show in the Liverpool Olympia. Have you heard of the Liverpool Olympia? I have seen it on Fighters Records a few times. But I, but I never watched the show itself, yeah. Yeah, well, there was good shows in Liverpool. There was a, the Liverpool Olympia had a show called Omach, and I won a few belts on there. But um, a lot of um, fighters that ended up in the UFC fought on there. Um, Stefan Struve fought on there. Um, Terry Etham, Mark Scanlon, um, Paul Kelly did. Loads, loads of um, UFC fighters oh, wow. being on there from Liverpool. Amazing. Uh, and how old were you when you watched this show? Um, I think I was about 17, 18 um, when I went to the okay. Olympia and seen my first MMA fight. So that was about 19 years ago. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Just a while ago, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so was it at that moment that you thought, oh, I've been doing wrestling, I've been doing kickboxing, done some karate, let me have a go at this. Yeah, well, when I when I seen MMA fight, I looked at it and thought, this is the, this is like the pinnacle of martial arts. It's the most realistic thing, as you yes. can get to being able to defend yourself because it's everything. It's stand up, mm -hmm. it's wrestling, it's ground and pound, you know, jujitsu. It's it's just everything rolled into one MMA. So I just thought it was the best, uh, most realistic sport that you could do as close to um, fighting, do you know, like the old days, like yes. badminton and stuff like that. So I just felt like it was the model. Or even in a street fight, right? Or even in a street fight, right? In a, in a real-life situation where yeah, yeah, well, you're, someone you're, jumps you on you or something like yeah, that. Well, if you get jumped, you want to know how to defend yourself. If you're on the floor, yeah. if you're standing up or if there's a group of them, you know, it's always good. It's always good to have in your back pocket. A hundred percent. So from that moment, how long did it take you until you took your first fight? Um, probably about, I think I was 20. I made my pro debut. Deb no, I was at, I had a f three amateur fights, but they're not on my mm -hmm. record because they were different rules back then. Um, I had yes. three amateur fights, um, won two, lost one. And the the rules were different. You couldn't elbow, you couldn't grind and pound or nothing like that. So I just went up to pro because I liked the more realistic rules of. <laughs> <laughs> this is too easy. Let me yeah. take it up well, a notch. Yeah, it wasn't so much that too many restraints and too many rules. Um, more to think about what you can't do than what you could do. Um, and that's, yeah. why went, that's why I went pro early because. The amateurs, now amateurs like a good level. And people yes. are like, you know, apart from elbows, they can throw everything, um, ground and pound everything. But, and the same, the gloves are pretty similar. But when I was young, uh, well, like 20 years ago, 
um, it was like amateur A class, amateur B class, and yes, know, I remember that. Some yeah. of them had shin pads on and stuff. It just wasn't realistic. So I went pro early. I sort of learned to fight as a pro, which is why my record's so big and why I probably took like more losses than it should because I've had to. So basically, let's say your your first ten pro fights were pretty much your experience as a. As an amateur combined with a pro, right? That was you That's getting the experience yes, you needed. Yes. So <laughs> I've had forty-three pro fights, but I've had three amateurs. So I've had like four, forty-six MMA fights. Do you know what I mean? Um, wow. I'd love to be able to have another forty-six, but we'll just see. <laughs> I wanted to ask you that. That's one of the questions that I had. So. Um, I normally never like script these these interviews or anything, but every time a topic comes about, I I kind of know what I want to ask. And uh, what is your secret yep. for your uh, longevity? Because you don't really see guys like you, you know, going in deep years in into this game and being fine and still competing at such a high level. So, uh, what is the secret? How do you do it? <laughs> Um, me personally, I haven't had any operations yet. Um, any injuries I've got, um, I've I've rehabbed them myself. Um, I, I think wow. once you start having um, operations, I think it weakens your structure of your body, and more problems occur. Um, so I, I've like I've done my knee and I've done like I've cracked ribs. I've done my knee a few times, different parts of my knee, but I just built my muscles up around my knees to support it and and rehab the tendons and ligaments myself, take supplements, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I think I've just avoided, because um, I've avoided any operations or surgeries, I've been, like, my body can still take the um, battering, do you know what I mean? So, that, I think that's about, the key. Like... Once you start playing with your body, that's it. Makes sense, yeah, because every time you go under the knife, you're literally being stabbed through the through your skin, yeah. muscle tissue, tendons, the but whole thing. But you're sort of creating an injury to fix an injury. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. So yes. that's how I've always looked at, looked at it. I think if you can avoid surgery, always avoid it. But if you can't, then obviously you can't. If something completely snaps, you need a reconstruction. Um, yes. I've I've done me I've done me like medial tendon I've done me crucial ligaments and stuff like that but I've never fully snapped them they've torn so being able to rehab so I think luckily um, that, that that's been my key to longevity um, I've even fought with me knee gone and knew that I couldn't go on the ground in the past just went in anyway with a bandage on. Oh Jesus! You done uh, Francis Ngano? Just put the two bands on, <laughs> the two knee sleeves. Well, exactly. <laughs> right? Well, he done, uh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, well, look at the level he's fighting now. A lot of people would have pulled out, yeah. wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. He's done well to stay in and fight and, you know, through all that pressure, get in and win the way he done. You've got to take your hat off. Yeah. He's done well that night. Super he, impressive. He overcome adversity that night, didn't he? 100%. And then he, he is standing up for what's right and, um, I've said it on the podcast so many times. In my opinion, and, and, and I'm sure you agree with it, but any professional fighter, even if they are taking their first fight, to to be called a professional fighter is yeah. to be paid at least enough 
that they can make a living out of it without having to work anywhere else. Definitely, definitely, but it's just like it's, that. It's terrible what um, some organizations pay the fighters when they're starting out as a yeah. professional, because you know, so some when I first start, went professional, I got paid two hundred pound. It's two hundred pound. Wow. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a, you can't make a living at all. You've got to get to a certain level in MMA before you even start. You do a boxing, but it's a lot quicker. You get to the good level a lot quicker. You have a few fights. Um, if you get a few wins in boxing undefeated, you can get big. Do you know what I mean? Quick. Yeah. But with yeah. MMA, it's still a little bit behind with um, pay packages. I was I was shocked whenever I found out what professional fighters were actually making for you know their first two, three, four, five fights. I was shocked. Yeah. Uh, I I yeah. I just it's couldn't incredible. imagine being that low. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah just to, to, just to find out that there shows that they don't they don't even pay the professional fighter. It's like commission only on tickets that yeah, they sell yeah. and that kind of stuff. It's like. Dude, exactly. you're putting your, your whole life on the line. You're <laughs> literally <laughs> risk dying in the cage yeah. for nothing. Well, That's yeah, why amazing. you've got to do it for the love of it. You've got to do. You've got to love it. With MMA, it's got to be a passion, and you've got to do it because you love it and not for the money. And eventually, if you're good enough, the money will follow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um, and. Let me give a shout out to to a page called Only Cans. I don't know if you follow that that page, What's but the, uh, page? the guy's What's doing the Only Cans, Only Cans, Only Cans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the guy is like highlighting all these fake martial artists that just get in the cage to get paid. They take oh, a dive, right. okay. yeah, and okay. like, yeah, 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 guys with like zero thirty nine. So like thirty nine losses in a row, like what are you talking about? Like why 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 are you still fighting and yeah, things like that. Like yeah. you they're just like I look at your record. Do that every weekend. Exactly, yeah. I look at your record and it makes sense, like why are you still fighting? Yeah. Anybody goes and watches your fights, makes total sense. You're like still up there, you know, top notch, hanging with the big boys, yeah. um, smashing them like Okay, so no doubt. And then you look at these guys that are like, yeah, O39. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Do you not have any friends or family? or like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so that's a page that uh, I would encourage some people to follow. I'll have to have a look. Because, that's funny. Yeah, because yeah, you, see, you see that a little bit of that dark side that I knew from boxing, the padding of records using fighters. Yeah, to pad the records, but I didn't know that 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 was making its way into MMA. I, I, oh, I yes. always always been around. Yeah, maybe I was a bit naive thinking, Anna, MMA is the shit. There's none of that stuff going on. <laughs> oh, no. I wish I wish I could say that, but no, it's not true. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you you get that in um, all fight sports, um, MMA and boxing, because you know some people do want to just. They're needed. They're needed for some people. Some people need them mm. to pass the record and they like to get to 10 and 0 and get on a big show and stuff like that. So that's it's a shame, but that's what, what some people take. Um, I've never been about that, um, which is why me record is so big because I've always jumped in with the best. 
Um, and I've always yeah. wanted to fight, fight the best and challenge myself. You know, it's 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 all about um, not just your legacy, but um, how you feel about yourself when you've done with the sports. You want to feel like you've made a print or or you've represented yourself in an honourable way. Do you know what I mean? Yes, 100%. And that's why you're a legend, and that's why I admire you and, and have respect for you. 100%. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about your upcoming fight? Um, so, Bellator, March 13th, in London. Yeah, they haven't, right? they, haven't officially they haven't officially announced it yet. They should have, but they haven't done it yet. Um, I've signed a contract. I know I'm fighting. Um, and... I I won't say the name because they haven't announced it, but the guy's good. He's from Poland. Um, he's got a good record. He's fought on KSW. Um, he's fought the likes of Jack Hermanson and stuff like that. He's never been finished. Okay. He's never been finished. Um, he's only ever lost on points. He's 13 and 3, his record is. So he's a good guy, tough opponent, and um, big things coming after this. If you know, fucking deal with him with good fashion in London. Um, I know that there's going to be big fights and big names in the near future. 100%. So he's pretty much the, the prospect on the rise, right? And they are yeah, matching well, you, the veteran. He's highly ranked there. in Poland. Yeah, he's ranked number mm -hmm. six in Poland. So he's a top guy. And he's got an array of finishes. So he's won by arm bars chokes, points. Um, so he, he, he's good all round. He is, he's a good guy. I'm looking forward to fighting him. So um, are you. Yeah, well, that's it. So <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna, I, do, I do believe I'm better at the stuff that I do than he is. Do you know what I mean? I'm tougher. He's a durable guy. I think I'm a lot more powerful. I'm a lot stronger. Um, and I'll have better technique, better wrestling. Um, I, think, I, I believe my wrestling I'll outdo his grand game, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a good, um, good fight, but I want to go. I want to steamroll through this guy. Hundred percent. Um, do you know how many finishes you have out of all your wins? And I ask this question because the topology. There are some some of the events that just say win, and they don't say how you yeah. won the seconds that you won. None of that. So it's kind of hard. Uh, to compile the stats here, but do you remember this roughly? Yeah, it's it's. I've got thirteen finishes, um, out of me wins, um, thirteen. Yeah, I think it's thirteen, thirteen submission finishes anyway. Um, yeah, thirteen, wow. thirteen or fourteen? No, fourteen because of Edison Machido who were fought in Italy. So fourteen submission finishes um, and I've got a knockout over Cathal Penzed um, that was on Olmach so I've got a couple of knockouts and 14 submission finishes so like 16 finishes um, I've gone the distance about 6 times I think um, I've, or I've, won, I've won the distance 6 times so it's quite big I, I haven't looked recently but I do, I do know there's definitely 14 submission finishes. Wow, amazing, amazing. So, again, you do you do have the skills to pay the bills. So, yeah. I yeah, know, I know everybody's going to be 
Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to be tuning in to us, stuff, right? Um, we just have a yeah. question here from Super Necessary. Um, how does he see Gavin Hughes getting uh, on his fight back? Um, I know that he trains with him. Oh, good question. Super necessary. Can you reply really quick? Who's he fighting? <laughs> Just probably think, wait on there. I forgot who he's fighting. I did see his matchup a few weeks back, but it's gone out my head. No worries. I'll just wait for them to, to reply there. Um, your teammate, Phil DeFries, is also fighting this weekend, right? The KSW? Yeah, he come to, he, he he came down to Sparrows the other day. Um, he's fighting. He's defending his title for the seventh time, sixth or seventh time. Um, that guy's a beast. Yeah. He is. <laughs> How was yeah, that? How was that sparring you and him? How did that go? It was good. It was it was good. It was as expected. Um, he's a big, big, tough, heavy guy. So um, he has to cut weight to make heavyweight. He has to cut really? like 10, 10 kilo to make the one twenty limit. In total, I think yeah. I think he's cutting from one twenty six this time, but he's usually in the one thirties. Um, but That's he, like Francis Ngano. He has to cut weight to make the limit as well. Yeah, well, what <laughs> one of the guys who trains with us? He's like one hundred and forty kilos. He he has to cut weight. Jesus, but um, yeah, he's good. Phil Defries, he, he's technically good. He's been doing it a long time, and he's fought some of the best. And he was in UFC, as well. a lot of UFC fights. So he is a good. Yeah. He's got really good fight IQ. Amazing, amazing. Well, I don't see a reply there, so we'll just move on um, from from that question there. Um, and the time is coming up anyway. So, oh, oh sorry. Uh, yeah, the the answer just came here. Um, Ives Landu is his opponent. I don't know if I'm. Ives Lando. So that's who's fighting uh, Gavin Hughes. All right. I'll put it there, Dan. Ives Lando. I think I'm pronouncing that right, but I could be wrong. Can you read it there, yeah? Oh, yeah. Ives Lando. Ives Lando. Ives Lando. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't seen... Oh, yeah. <laughs> El Chado Pablo. That's me, Mrs. <laughs> the Wish Page. Um, oh, uh, the... that's the mystery. Very good. Okay, I'll pin that. <laughs> you jumped on. I'll pin that. Um, there you go. Yeah, um, <laughs> Gavin, 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 Thanks Gavin, for the Gavin help. <laughs> Say again, sorry. Gavin used, it's Gavin Hughes's first fight, isn't it? Since he um, got an operation, I think, on his arm. I, I, I wouldn't know, to be honest. I wouldn't know. So yeah, yeah. that is literally a question coming from Super Necessary. Yeah. They, they they are from yeah. Liverpool as well. They, they they do a podcast as well. Yeah. yeah. So. I've trained with Gavin Hughes a couple of times. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. So yeah. I hope he gets the NW. Um, definitely, especially after his time out. be nice for him to get in and get a win in. Amazing, amazing. Um, in terms in terms of uh, CTE, brain damage, all that stuff, which is the other part that we, we didn't talk about in terms of longevity. Um, how did you manage to, you know, stay sane? No, well, like you have no problems a, whatsoever. 
a lot of people do say that to me because I have been punched in the head a lot over the years. Um, I must have a really thick skull. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now I try, I, try much. I don't. I try I try and avoid punches and stuff like that, and use a lot more head work, head movements. But you know, um, I think staying hydrated all the time is good because obviously you get water around your brain and you know you you don't yeah. want to be hydrated so staying hydrated having all the right um, supplements i have a lot of fish oils and stuff like that which is good for the brain and stuff um, how much do you take a day how many grams three thousand milligrams so okay so three three one gram pills yeah yeah, yeah. i have three of them every day and i have done for many years um from one of my sponsors, PNI Supplements. Um, but yeah, I do. I have um, every night before bed, I have Z ZMA and, you know, I have um, vitamin D3 for the bones to keep me bones solid. Nice. We don't get enough yeah. over here. So I have my vitamin no. D3, I have my fish <laughs> no, for my brain and joints and stuff like that. And I have um, ZMA for my recovery and my sleep. And, so that's you know, uh, zinc, magnesium, and what else? Zinc, mag magnesium, and B6 is in ZMA. B6, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what. So all, all the basic supplementations yeah. then. Yeah. That everybody yeah. Should, should be taking. Yeah. <laughs> should be, everyone should be having supplements because we don't get enough good stuff in our food. Um, food these days is, you know, it's not as wholesome as it used to be years ago. Mm. So you do have to have your supplements, especially when you're putting your body through such a, um, such a such intense training daily it, yes. you, you need supplementation just to add to all your vitamins you, you don't need what a normal person has you need what an athlete needs because you, your body's just absorbing and running through it all the time how do you eat do you have a like a style uh, like well, vegan like, carnivore like <laughs> I love meat I do love meat, meat. Okay. I do love meat um, so you know I love I mean, I try not to eat too much red meat and stuff, but I love um, chicken, um, steak. I love um, lamb. Um, la lamb's yeah. got, it's got loads of um, B, 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 vitamin B12 and yeah. stuff like that. I love a lot of fish. Omega-3. Well. really good. Yeah. You get mm. more omega-3, though, in lamb than you do in fish, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I do. I do nutrition, so yeah, yeah. That's why I was asking. Like, I was actually interested to know how do you eat. Oh, um, well, my, my uncle's a butcher, yeah. and he gives me my meat um, for free. So oh, that's a blessing. Steak, yeah. bacon. <laughs> um, you know, I get me bacon and sausage. Everything's like real good quality meat. There's a difference. Do you know what I mean? So, oh yes, a hundred percent. I have good quality meat, um, but I have a lot of. Um, like pasta and potato and stuff like that for me carbs, rice, stuff like that. But then for me protein, I'll have a lot of meat and I'll have like a protein shake and, you know, aminos and stuff like that while I'm training. So that's that's what my diet's like. Um, I, I, I tend to eat mainly between 2 and 10 every day. Okay, so you do a little bit of intermittent fasting? Yeah, or when I, yeah, or two and eight when when I'm getting closer to a fight, because of a morning mm -hmm. I like to just have a black coffee, um, and I go training about half ten eleven. I like to be empty, so I yes. will 
by the time I eat after training, it'll be about half one, two o'clock. Um, yeah. And then I'll eat until usually about eight o'clock. But obviously, if I'm up, like, if I'm out of camp and I'm staying up watching films or or a Netflix series, I'll... Um, Living or, life. Or if I've trained late, say if I've trained, like, um, half six till eight of a night, I'll, I'll eat later so I can eat up till ten sometimes. Perfect, perfect. Um, can I just ask, is that where the, the butcher came from? Your uncle? Yeah, because he, he sponsored me years ago. Um, show me eight now. About, yeah, he sponsored me when I began. Um, he started off with the butchers when I sort of started my fight career. Um, not, sure. not, not a, few, a few years before I started my fight career, but he was more of a... He started coming up as a proper delicatessen and stuff like that in London, uh, and doing well for himself when I when I started fighting. So he sponsored me, gave me my meat and stuff like that. So when someone seen it on me shorts in the gym years ago, they said to me, um, "The butcher that suits you, that that's that's." that's really sure. It sounds aggressive, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> But again, it was one of them questions that I was like, I'm sure it's going to come up in the conversation and I'll be able to ask um, how did that come up and, and there you go. Um, I know we are over the time, so I'm, okay. I'm going to let you go and just say thank you so much and ask you if you want to give any shout outs to um, your sponsors and your gym, teammates, coaches, all that stuff. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who supports me, me, me family, uh, my teammates at ASW. Um and yeah, just any anyone around me to support me. Obviously, PNI supplements. Um, I have Forge Fitness. Um, heavy duty fight management. Um, shout out to Bellator that make that are making um me dreams happen at the minute. So yeah, just want to thank everyone who's around me. He's no use are um especially my teammates. Um, we've got a good group. And we fight hard every day, so you know it shows in me fights. But I just want to thank everyone, and thanks for having me on tonight. I've enjoyed it. Oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, no, uh, I'll, uh yeah, you, 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 you made me a, a happy fan for sure, hundred <laughs> percent. No problem. Thanks very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody that wants tickets, they should just go to your bio, and there's a link there uh, for the Bellator, right? That's yeah, the way to that's go. it. Yeah, if you want tickets perfect. for the next fight. Um, MVP's headline in it. Just check out um, the tickets on in my bio. Just click the link and um, follow the link, and you can see the ticket prices. Well, good luck with the fight, training camp, weight cuts, everything that's involved with it. I'll be watching uh, from home. Thank you very yeah, much. That's it. Thank you so much. Have a good night, okay? It's been a pleasure. Good night. All right, good every, night. everybody. Thank you. Bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Hellband. Check them out at We Are Hellbent on Instagram or their website www.wearehellbent.co.uk. This is the best mixture of Irish grass-fed beef with South African uh, spices. Uh, this is what happens when cultures collide. Great things happen. They have great burgers, sausages, meatballs, and now more recently they started diving in into bringing you South African wines, brandies, and all that stuff. So please check them out. They've always supported the podcast from the beginning. Um, and they gave us, they were kind enough to give us a discount code, MMA10. 
If you use that on the checkout, that gives you 10% of your order as well. Okay, so check them out at We Are Hellbent once again, www.wearehellbent.co.uk.